Hello and welcome everybody back to episode two of the Low Resolution Podcast. Uh, first things first, I just want to say if you decided to tune back in today, we thank you. We appreciate you more than you know. Um, I'm here with Tyler today. Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing great, sir. It's good to hear your voice on this fine day. I know. I, I, I can say the same back to you. Um, so, you know, <laughs> we're, we're here today. Just going to get into a little bit of the... NFL predictions we have for this year, you know, uh, I think we're going to break down the AFC and the NFC South, you know, get the sorry teams out of the way first. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's going to piss some people yeah. off. <laughs> my, my record predictions for these teams are not very good. So it's a good thing we're doing these first. There's a Jaguars fan somewhere for sure. Listening. That's just, ugh. yeah. I mean, uh, so I, I don't see why we wouldn't start off with our hometown team, you know, uh, Speaking of the Jaguars, yeah, you know, I've got them going four and thirteen this year. I, I they're they're still very young. Um, you know, Urban Meyer left them in an absolutely terrible spot. He's just a scumbag. Um, so I I don't see them winning very many games. Uh, Indiana, or I'm sorry, the the Colts and the Titans, two good teams. You know, they could steal a couple from the Texans. They don't have the easiest schedule outside of that. I think four wins might even be a little generous, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, how they do this year. I, I hope they're going in the right direction. It'd be nice to have a team from Florida other than the bucks and Tom Brady do something for once. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I'm not a, I don't, I don't root for them, but I'm really, uh, I'm intrigued to see if Trevor Lawrence is going to have any sort of production in his career and if he stays in Jacksonville and he doesn't, you know, leave, I, I, I feel like if he is a worthwhile quarterback in the NFL, he's going to leave because this franchise is a uh, poverty stricken yeah, an absolute dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad. And I feel bad saying that, but it's just, it's the apparent truth. Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't agree more. This is where uh, quarterback dreams come to die. So um, what, what what are you thinking this year for them record wise? Uh, I'm looking at their I'm looking at their schedule and it is a very tough schedule. <laughs> I even see some of the teams that I see them having a chance against being just very dominant against them. Like I see week 16, they're playing the Jets and. I see, and it's in New York. I see the Jets winning that game. Uh, I, I, I don't see them winning very much this year. I see them maybe winning two division games. So I would give them week six against the Colts. And uh, I'd say, you know what? I'll give them. I'll give them week one against Washington because I could see them coming out and surprising everyone week one, and then just slowly hitting a a very garbage pivot in the wrong direction. I I actually have the same thing. I I do think that they beat Washington as well. Yeah, I see them beating Washington. I see them beating the Colts week six. In Indianapolis, because that's how divisional games go. We all know how that shit goes. Exactly. Um, and don't I don't see them beating the Giants. 
I don't see them. Oh, they're playing the AFC West too? Yeah. So just so everyone knows, Curtis already did his uh, due diligence in finding these, uh, finding his pred- predictions for these teams so far. And I'm kind of just looking and going off what, what he's like leading with. He's our uh, MC for the day for this episode. <laughs> and I definitely don't see them winning more than three games this year. Yeah, like I said, I think four might even be a little generous. Um, they're just going to have to steal a game or two from the, the Colts and the Titans. I think they can split at the very least with Houston. And like I said, I, I think that they get one uh, the first week against Washington, and then it's pretty much all downhill from there. I, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, they're already showing pretty uh, impoverished tendencies in the preseason, getting smacked by the Raiders and losing to the Browns. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just don't see I don't see any upside, honestly. I, I don't either, at, at least this year. But I mean, yeah. So with that being said, I actually have the Texans with a worse record than the Jags. I I have the te- uh, Texans going three and fourteen. Mm. As much. As I told you the other day, my guy Davis Mills, I just I just don't see it. They just don't have the pieces in place. I think their starting running back this year is going to be like Marlon Mack or something. It is just it, it's not good. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I so um going back cuz I didn't give a solidified number for the Jaguars. I'm putting them at 3 and 14 and the Texans um let's see if they're playing the chargers when it matters uh so i can put an automatic win on their fucking record because that's that's what they did to us last year week 16 they fucking beat us um (laughs) no so let me let me look real quick i would say i don't see them beating the colts i don't see them I don't see them doing very much, very much at all this year, honestly. No, I mean, right up- maybe, maybe one divisional game. I'll give them one against the Jaguars. Exactly. Uh, week five, and I, I, I don't want to be completely blind, and uh, not throw in the benefit of the doubt that they'll probably upset somebody. So I'll give them a win against the Jags. And I'll give them a win against the Bears in week three. That's very possible. And then I think that's... I might have them winning only two games this year. They've got a really tough schedule, too. It's not crazy to say that at all. I mean, I, I don't have their opponents in front of me. But I'm looking at the projections I gave, and I've got them 0-5 heading into their bye week. Um, having a bye week week six is kind of tough. I mean, they've got, you know, 12 games in a row after that. That's absolutely brutal. So I just, I don't know. I just don't see it. Like I, even, like I said, with the Jags, 3-14 and 14 might even be a little generous here with the Texans. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know because I've seen people predict shit like this and I've never actually done like preseason predictions before like this and I don't want what I'm saying to bite me back in the ass but I feel like this is a safe bet that they're just going to be sorry this season. I know I I feel the same way and I want to give them you know the benefit of the doubt like you said because they are an NFL team they should be able to compete and I just I just don't see it truthfully. 
Yeah. But you know, if they had if they had a piece that was a real like game changer like they did in DeAndre Hopkins before he went to Arizona, yeah. It's different. It changes. It's a it's a big variable, especially with a quarterback who's solid enough to get the job done. Maybe not at a level that the elite quarterbacks of the NFL do it. I don't see I don't see a good season out of them, especially with their schedule. Their schedule's tough. Yeah, and, and just like I'm I said, I'm gonna give them Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm gonna give them a solid two and fifteen on the season. <laughs> yeah, and it, it just sounds insulting to say that, but I, I don't think you're crazy. And you know, just like I said with the Jags with Urban Meyer leaving them in a terrible spot, you know, Bill O'Brien giving DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals for, you know, a bag of sweet chili Doritos in return. It's just not, it, it didn't do them any favors in the long run. <laughs> Yo, but sweet chili Doritos do fucking slap. <laughs> so I'm not, I wouldn't be upset personally. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> mo- moving into my, my second place team here in the AFC South, I, I I've got the Titans going 10 and seven. Um, you know, Derrick Henry, he's he's insane. He's easily a top three running back in the NFL, just without even thinking twice about it. I mean, he's going to will them to some wins. Um, but, you know, Indy's a good team. And I just I think 10 and seven is a sweet spot. You know, I just think they're a pretty average team. You know, Ryan Tannehill's never going to do anything, you know, spectacular. They don't have the best receivers in the world, especially after losing Julio, even though he didn't do much last year. And A.J. Brown going to the Eagles. I just uh I think they're just going to be a, a pretty middle of the road team this year. Yeah, so I'm looking at their schedule right now and like you said, this is the first team we've talked about that really has a fucking a real X factor in a player and Derrick Henry is the epitome of that X factor with a a healthy season and you know, just a fucking head of steam. I I had him on my fantasy team last year and let me tell you what Losing him lost me first place. I was very upset about that. I was very upset, but it is what it is. I got second place, still got some cash. Derek Henry, I would never say it's a bad idea to draft him in your fantasy league. And I see them I see them winning. I'm going to go. I don't want to do some like prices right shit on you, Curtis, <laughs> but I see them winning. I see them winning eleven games this season, yeah, and getting a safe spot in the in the playoffs. Yeah. Honestly, I, I could see that for sure. I mean, you know, it, it, it's tough with Derrick Henry just because Mike Vrabel is going to run him into the ground every single year. So you know, his health is always in question. I, mean, I don't think he's you know like injury prone or anything. I hate to say something like that, but when he's going to get you know ninety percent of the touches on the offense, you know, it's just. It's bound to happen. I hope he stays healthy. He's insane. He's so fun to watch. Yeah. See, this is tough to talk about this. Um, Looking at the certain games, the implications at the end of the year, like them playing the Cowboys in Week 17, I don't know if you want to touch on the like different teams and just give a little brief opinion on what you think because – and it's a, it's a Thursday night game. I see Dallas – see dallas taking that game at the end of the season i definitely see that being one of their losses what is it it, it's the Um, last week of the season you said i don't have their opponents in front of me it's the week before so yeah i have the schedule pulled up i do have them losing uh week 17 I, i i can tell you that yeah so um yeah, I guess I guess what I was saying, I didn't want to go off on a on a tangent getting out of the way of what we're doing, but 
it's it's especially just looking at it spontaneously right now. There's definitely a lot of thoughts I have in terms of the opponents they're playing, but since we're only covering these two divisions, it's just a safe bet to give give a solid number for now. And then maybe that number changes uh, later on. And oh yeah, for sure. You know, injuries injuries make big big implications. You know, preseason injuries are you know they don't happen very frequently to big players, but when it does, it changes a whole perspective and puts a tough gloom on on teams. Yeah, so exactly. This this right now, I so we uh, for the sake of time, I'm gonna give them 11 wins. Like I said. They're gonna go eleven and six this year. Yeah, and that's it's so weird with this extra game saying these records because I'm so used to like ten and six, nine and seven, eight I know, and eight. I, I, like, I was second guessing myself ingrained. on every record I wrote down. <laughs> it's funny. That's funny. That just shows you how long we've been fucking obsessed with football and all those little little things mattering to uh, us. I and know <laughs> being ingrained in our heads. Um. So next we got the Colts. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, saving them for last, I th- I think they're going to win the division. Um, I have them going twelve and five. I think you know Jonathan Taylor is right there with Derrick Henry, just an elite running back in every aspect of the word. Um, I th- oh my god, I think their O line's a little bit better. It, uh, I I think it's a good it, it it's a good amount better than the Titans. Um, I think Matt Ryan is also a very very underrated pickup for the Colts. He's just going to be able to give them things that Carson Wentz was not doing last year. Um, he. They they got Michael Pittman. He's so good. I just I, I think he's very underrated just because, like I said, he had Carson Wentz throwing him the ball. Uh, their their defense is it was amazing last year. I mean, if they can pick up where they left off last year, I think 12 and five is easily achievable. I respect that. I respect that. But uh, um, even beyond looking at their schedule, I see the Titans going two and zero against them. And that being the edge that gives them their uh, first place seed in the AFC South. That'll be my prediction. Colts are second. I guess Jaguars are third. I gave them three wins. Maybe not. I don't even know, bro. Those two bottom yeah. teams are. I I like one in fifteen sounds comfortable. Yeah, exactly. I could I could already see the 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 brown bags with the eyes <laughs> cut out on the. On the in the stands, just sad. Just 2008 Detroit Lions, fucking galore. Yeah, yeah. Both of those teams are just a shit show. I could be extremely wrong by giving them three and four wins, you know, respectively. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give. Let me let me do a brief run through. So I see them losing against the Chiefs. I see them losing against the Jaguars. I said that right. Yeah, week six. You, you did say you got the Jags stealing one of those. Yeah, I got the Jags week six. Which, like you so said, too in, in the division, it's it's very possible. I mean, shit, Detroit beat Minnesota last year for their. You know, it's just some things aren't supposed to happen, and they happen. So, yeah, I definitely see the Colts at the end of the season going through a little slump. They got a pretty tough uh, lineup weeks ten through weeks ten through thirteen. They go up against the Raiders, then the Eagles, then the Steelers, then the Cowboys. Yeah. And I, I guess for their for on a on a bright side for the Colts, they're playing the Eagles and the Steelers at home because I know playing away against them is a very uh 
deciding factor in a lot of games. Especially that time of year. Uh, yeah, oh my goodness. I, I see them going through a little slump, and um, damn, yeah. They're playing the Chargers Week 16. I just see them locked and loaded at the end of the season, just <laughs> fucking chipping away at the regular season so the Chargers get into the playoffs comfortably, even though uh, the AFC West seems pretty fucking stacked this season. I think stacked is an understatement. I think it's, I don't, it's I don't, easily the best division in football. I, we don't even have to wait for the AFC West episode to say that. I don't think it's even remotely close. I think last year it was probably the best. I mean, minus minus the fucking Broncos. But even the Broncos put up fights against the their division rivals. You know, I, I and I mean, you can't even fucking go without saying the fact that Russell Wilson's on the Broncos now. It still just doesn't look right in my yeah, mind at I all. Know, it just it, it changes everything. It makes that division that much better. Yeah. Yeah. And and as I get older and, you know, have less uh hatred towards other teams, especially the teams I don't like. That's not to say that I don't hate them, but uh, having a little more realistic perspective uh, and not just being blindly like, oh, they're fucking trash, it, it's pretty apparent that the AFC West, uh, without injuries, you know, that's always a, that's always a thing that, that changes shit. I, I see it being a very, very tough run to the playoffs for all of those teams, but all of those teams being so solid that it's not tough for them. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the one of the two or three divisions that I don't have like a, a clear cut winner in my mind. I mean, there's just everybody's too yeah. good. But anyways, I'm not going to lie to you. I just knocked on wood because <laughs> we're talking about the Chargers. <laughs> but, you know, just to wrap up on the AFC South, I've got, you know, um, one through four, respectively. I've got the Colts, the Titans, the Jags, and then the Texans coming in last. Yeah, so I have the Titans, Colts, Jaguars, and then Texans. Yeah. That's my that's that's my script, and I'm sticking to yeah. it. Yeah, and, you know, like I said, again, with those bottom two teams, who knows what's going to happen. I'm, I'm pretty confident in, you know, one and two, but, you know, I, I have no idea what to expect with those bottom two. Um... So you want to go ahead and go to the NFC South then? Yeah, man. Let's go for it. I'm already looking at the the logos right now on the NFL website. I'm 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 scoping it out. Well, starting from the bottom to the top again, I think it's pretty safe for you to go look at either the Panthers or the Falcons schedule or the Falcons. Cuz yeah. I you know, again, I feel like it's so disrespectful and I'm more than likely going to be way off with these predictions, but just looking at their schedules first snap reaction I've got the Falcons going two and 15. I think they are far and away the, the roster with the least amount of talent in the NFL. Um, losing Calvin Ridley is it, it, it sucks because he was their only viable receiver, you know, unless Drake London is, has a very good rookie season. You know, Kyle Pitts is it. He's an above average tight end, but a tight end isn't going to win you that many games. Yeah. Right. Their defense you know, is a, a, a wet napkin. They're just not going to stop anybody. So <laughs> I think two and 15, you know, they could win maybe three or four, but I'd, I wouldn't bank on it. Yeah. They're playing the NFC West too. They're playing the NFC West. They're playing the AFC North. They're playing the Cardinals that they're, they're thrown into their schedule. They got a, they got a tough schedule. 
They got a tough schedule, and like you said, I mean, even with their lackluster performance last season, that season uh, would make what's going to come up this year for the Falcons probably look like, you know, a Super Bowl run yeah. because <laughs> fucking this I, Mariota, fucking Calvin Ridley being out, uh, that's a they that's a you can't understate how huge of a blow that is. Yeah, I I agree for sure. And and I feel like with um the Falcons with having Matt Ryan like he was reliable but I feel like Calvin Ridley needs to be somewhere where he has a like an electric quarterback that uh you know he wants to play for cuz I I don't see him wanting to play for either of those quarterbacks but still respecting Matt Ryan but also I think Matt Ryan is definitely on the decline in terms of his career if if I'm going to be straightforward about oh, it. Oh yeah, I think that's pretty safe to say. In, 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 even going yeah. back to what I said with the Colts, I would still take him at this point in his career over Carson Wentz. But anyways. Yeah, no, with without a doubt. Without a doubt, I agree. I agree. Carson Wentz is a... Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what to describe him. He's a, he's a one-of-one <laughs> character because he's, he's somewhat reliable, but he's like... I don't even know. There's no electricity there. Like there's no there's no jolt. Like he'll have some times when he pops off, but that one game in the season against fucking who knows who against who, I don't see it being a big factor in Carson Wentz and his output. Yeah. But sorry, um, I don't mean to go off, but I'm gonna give the Falcons, with all being said, I'll give them a win. Here, sorry, I'm looking over the schedule right now. No, you're good. It's you're you're gonna be uh, hard pressed to find a couple games that they can win. Yeah, man, holy shit, they've got a tough schedule. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I'll be safe and give them. I'll give them three wins. I'll give them three. <laughs> I will. Because looking at Cleveland in week four, not knowing what their situation is with their quarterback, um, you know, there's always that one game where you just don't, you don't expect it and it happens. And I'll give them three comfortably looking at their schedule. Yeah. I, I Like I said, just for the fact of them being an, an, an NFL team, I'd like to think that they can be competitive and steal a game or two throughout their season. But, you know, two, three wins, I, I, I just don't see them getting much more than that. So, uh, question, Curtis. How, how are you feeling about your boy Baker? Oh, are, are we transitioning to the Panthers now? I think that's a smooth transition. What, what, what was your number I for wins for the Falcons, just so I know? Uh, two and 15, which is a perfect segue to Baker. And the Panthers, because I also have them going two and fifteen. I think Damn. I think they are just not very good. Uh, I, I again, two wins is probably very disrespectful. But when I think about Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield playing quarterback with their receivers, they have. I mean, Robbie Anderson was begging Baker Mayfield to not get traded to his team in the offseason. Um, DJ Moore is 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 a, a decent receiver. You know, I'd say he's above average. But Christian McCaffrey can't stay on the field for more than 
you know, six to eight games a year. And that's no knock on him. He's an elite running back when he's healthy. Um, I just I just don't see it. They have a brutal schedule. I think you would, again, be hard pressed to to find them winning anything more than like four games max. And I'm pretty comfortable saying two and 15, as bad as it sounds. Um, looking at their schedule, you know, taking in everything you just said, being spontaneous and trusting my gut, I'm I'm going to say that they win. I think they're probably, ugh, I don't, I don't know if I could put them under. I see why you put them both at two wins in the Falcons and the Panthers, because you don't want to put one under and you don't want to put one over. Yeah, I, and it's not even because either team is better. It's the schedule. The schedules are just fucking grueling. Yeah. I, I can just see it just being a fucking absolute dumpster fest all season for them. I know they, they got zero favors with their schedule for sure. And I mean, and if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, then I think I'm way off. I think that they can, you know, get up to like four or five, six games, maybe just because he's that good. But I man, just that's a that's a bold statement. That's a bold statement, given. I mean, he is I'm now don't let me sound like I'm understating whatsoever, because he's a fucking absolute freak of nature. But I don't know, man, you get the pieces, the pieces of the puzzle they they matter. They really matter and he is a big piece of the puzzle, but but I, the NFL is is not for the faint of fucking heart and I I don't see them going anywhere past 3 wins. I don't see them even getting 3. I'm probably going to go 2 and 15 with yeah. you Curtis. Oh man. And and I think it goes without saying. I I mean I think they're good. Both of those teams, the Falcons and the Panthers, are going to get swept by the Saints and the Bucks. I don't think there's any yeah. any stealing a game with those two teams. I think they can split with each other. You know, maybe one team sweeps the other and they they get a couple more wins than I'm expecting. But they're just they're just not very good. And like you said, I, I think they're both on the equally shitty level that I don't want to put one team above the other. I I agree with you. I agree, and a lot of these numbers I'm throwing out there are just for the sake of looking back and reflecting at the end of the season, or even you know middle of season, being completely stumped and being like, "Damn, we were very wrong." Oh yeah, what the fuck? I, I can't happened? wait for the halfway point in the season when you know the fucking Falcons are four and four, and I just look like the biggest jackass <laughs> of all time. But that's how it goes, bro. That's how it goes. This this schedule predicting is not easy it's it's really not the nfl is crazy every year every year really does truly bring something different and there's been a lot of years that i've been uh out of touch with football just due to me being very focused on the stuff that i'm focused on which is just mainly music and uh i just i think that it's hard to predict things comfortably Unless it's like a sure bet with the top teams and the bottom teams of the the league, but there's a there's a middle gray area that you find yourself really questioning everything because there's so many different variables. But besides all that, what I'm saying is the Panthers are going to go two and fifteen, and the Falcons are going to go three and fourteen. <laughs> set in stone. I said three. Yeah, right? with everything you I said, said, those three. two records are set in stone. <laughs> yeah beautiful beautiful so i think um 
we can probably agree on the second place team. Our records might vary a little bit, but I've got the Saints going nine and eight. I think they, uh, I think their defense is very good. As much as I hate the Saints, and I'd love to say that they're going zero and seventeen this year, I think they're they're above average on both sides of the ball. I don't think Jameis Winston is gonna do them very many favors, but you know, if Alvin Kamara can stay on the field, if you know Slant Man Michael Thomas can stay on the field. I think they can be competitive and probably split a game with the Bucks, you know, sweep the Panthers and Falcons. Like I said, that's five wins right there. I don't think it's crazy to say that they get four more wins somewhere on their schedule. Uh, I just, I, I don't think they're amazing by any stretch of the imagination, though, either. What, what's your opinion, uh, knowing that you're a green and white boy, what's your opinion on Chris Olave and his impact he's going to have on the Saints? I mean, I think it, it's, I don't really have a, a reasonable expectation for him. He was in such an amazing system in college under Ryan Day and with CJ Stroud as his, as his quarterback, you know, he, he, who's probably going to win the Heisman this year, you know, honestly, him or Bryce Young. Uh, he's just playing beside two other elite wide receivers, playing against, you know, some, lackluster secondaries you know Michigan State being the worst secondary in college football last year I just think that he's got some I don't want to say unrealistic but I just I I think he's got some unfair expectations for how well he performed last year him and Garrett Wilson were just elite last year and I, I just don't think that they can necessarily reciprocate that or live up to those expectations their first year in the NFL yeah the only thing that I see with the Saints is a very uh solid uh distribution in terms of the talent on their offense with uh Kamara uh with Michael Tom their wide receiver core it's it's hard to it's hard I'm not sure man I'm not sure because like you said Jameis Winston is just not reliable whether it comes to injuries or just throwing ducks yeah, exactly I mean don't get know? me wrong he'll go out there and sling that bitch but you know a, a, a couple of them might yeah. go to the other team so yeah, exactly. And the uh, you know, like week 1 last year against the Packers, that was, you know, very, you know, it, it happens, it happens, but not not I don't know, he just doesn't I don't know. I don't know what it is about Jameis Winston. I'm conflicted with him cuz obviously I'm a FSU fan and I'm slightly biased and I have a place in my heart for him, you know. As you should, delivering a national championship is very understandable. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That season was cloud nine for me, man. That that season was crazy. Um, but looking at their schedule and thinking about the fact that they play the Buccaneers twice, I don't see them making the playoffs. I don't see them I don't see them being better than the Buccaneers. I agree with you on them being the second seed. Uh I see them and their schedule is not very tough. It's not the worst schedule that we've seen so far by any means. No, definitely not. You know, due to the due to the the division that they're in. Yeah, exactly. I see them I see them going I don't even want to say they're gonna go positive because the Saints sometimes they just really shit the bed in the season. They they find a way to just crumble. It's it's a very different organization now, you know, 
when it's built upon you know, bounty gates and whatnot, you can't yeah, really have too fucking much, scumbags. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't have much. <laughs> Yo, you kill me, bro. I hope these guys. I I would love to be so wrong, and these guys never win another game in the rest of their franchise's history. <laughs> Yo. That's a whole other episode. That's a that's a fucking you could have a segment about your hatred towards the Saints. Yeah, I'd love it. I see them going eight and nine this year. I'm gonna go you know what, actually Panthers week eighteen. Eagles. Yeah, I don't the Panthers know. week 18, they might as well not even play. The Panthers are going to be so focused on trying to get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud that that game's not going to matter at all. Are you accusing the Panthers of tanking? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a whole new development. This is, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, I'm going to give them eight wins this season. So, yeah, right. so they're I mean, going to go under right, 500. Right in the same ballpark. I mean, in like you said, with the playoff predictions, that's a whole different animal with, with there being seven teams now, and I don't think the, the NFC is that strong. I could see New Orleans fighting for a wild card spot, but, you know, who knows? that That's a story for a different time. Yeah. I, I do have the Bucs um, coming in first, obviously. I, I think I've, I've got them going 13-4. and four. You know, they've got the greatest quarterback to ever touch a football on their team leading their offense. Uh, I really like Chris Godwin. If he can come back healthy uh, after his injury last year, Mike Evans is insane. That goes without saying he just, all he does is score touchdowns and just, he's a freak of nature. They've just got too many, too many good pieces, I think. And, you know, relative to their division, I just, I just see them winning a lot of games this year, as much as it pains me to say that. Have you looked into their, injuries do you are you aware of stuff that's happened in the preseason i mean maybe i maybe i should have looked a little bit more with you saying that you got me scared a little bit all i know that i was familiar with was chris godwin i haven't looked into their preseason at all yet ryan jensen oh see i I didn't hear that that's probably something i should know before making my football expertise uh, predictions yeah and and center is a very very understated position and i know you know that but i i the only reason i said that is because if i'm gonna take any time to focus on these teams in these divisions i'm gonna focus on the ones that i think are gonna actually have a notable season and of course the buccaneers are there you know tom brady (laughs) antonio brown no Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't know. I don't know if I see them winning as many games as they have the last two years. They have a pretty pretty. uh, They have some. They have some like solidified wins on their schedule that I'm looking at. Like no doubt, I see them winning their last two games. I see them on Sunday night against the Cardinals, which is will be a really good game at that time of the year. Hopefully, it'll be a really good game. I, I'm excited to see that game. Yeah, exactly. Like, right now, that's a tough game to predict. Yeah, Who knows what it's, it's going to so be like far, when that time yeah, comes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, this is tough. This is tough. Uh, I see them 
I'm trying to go based off thinking they're going to get more wins than losses, obviously, but I'm trying to see which teams they're going to lose to, in my opinion. Damn, they play, they play the Cowboys week one again? Didn't they play yeah, them week I, one last year? Yeah, they did. Sunday I, night, I think too? It's gonna go the, I think it's going to go the same way again. It's Sunday night again. That's so that's so weird that they do that. I have never seen the Cowboys and the Buccaneers as a rivalry. Is that like a like an unstated rivalry that I haven't noticed? Shit, not that I know of. Yeah. I mean, I the Cowboys haven't been many teams rival for the, you know, my in my <laughs> football history of regular so, season rivals. I, Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're nice in the regular season then it just all goes to shit. Uh yeah, I'm gonna give the Bucks. How many wins did you say you're gonna give them? A, a thirteen. I've got them going thirteen and four. I'm gonna say, barring the Ryan Jensen injury and um, everything else, I'm gonna give them eleven wins this season. Yeah, I, I can see that for sure. Like I said, I didn't look into their injury history at all, which I, I probably should have done. Yeah. No, I, I just I, I guess I just think that Tom Brady can make up for whatever they lack yeah, Tom, anywhere on Tom the field. Tom Brady just always delivers. Yeah, even though he's seventy five years old, I have all the faith in the world in that man. You know, for a retired NFL quarterback, he's gonna have a great season. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just I I don't know, understand why he couldn't just stay retired, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, as a Chargers fan, I was excited to hear that he retired and um, equally as sad when I heard that he changed his mind like two days later or something. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's time to grow up and go be with his family. He's done enough on the football field. It's time to but, you grow know, up. <laughs> I, I digress. I, he, it's, I, I have a little unfair bias just because he graduated from you know that school down the road in uh, Michigan. But <laughs> Yo, you, you're killing it. You're killing it. I love it. I love it. I love your tenacity you have towards uh, your your rivals, especially the Saints and especially the Wolverines. Yeah, and especially that team in the Vikings division that we'll get to when we get there. Oof. Oof. Yeah. When we get there on the next episode, are we going to go NFC North next episode? Yeah, we can. I think so. I like that. I like that because the teams we just went over uh, this episode, they played the AFC North. So that is, and NFC North, I'm pretty sure. I saw the Vikings. I saw all these teams on the AFC South schedule. Uh, yeah, so it's a perfect little segue without even meaning to do it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You got to stay spontaneous. You know, for the, for the second episode, I think it's going pretty damn good so far. We're at what, uh, <laughs> around 40, 40-something 40 minutes? I, I think it's pretty yeah, good. I, I didn't even think it was going to go this long. Yeah, I think it's a perfect amount, though. I think this is a perfect time to probably cut it off and let our let our listeners know what we have to say, what, how we feel yeah. about them, how much we love them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, just just to recap, like I did with the other division, uh, you know, I've got, you know, one through four. I've got the Bucks, the Saints. And I have the 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 uh, no not the Cardinals excuse me the Panthers and the Falcons with the same record you know flip a coin whoever's gonna finish in front of the other they might even tie you know who knows okay so yeah I I don't remember the numbers that I put I didn't write them down but when I go back to edit this I'll write it down or it'll be it'll be set in stone when I post it anyways so doesn't matter 
But yeah, I know I remember I have the Bucks in first place with 11 wins. I had the Saints in second place with 8 wins. And due to the lackluster second half of this uh, division, 8 wins is a <laughs> lot more than those where I have the Falcons at 3 wins and the Panthers at 2 wins. And then in the AFC South, I have the Titans in first place. Hopefully King Henry fucking dominates this season. That's that's one of the few AFC teams that I root for outside of the Chargers is the Titans for sure. Um, got the Colts in second place, and I have the Jaguars in third and the Texans in fourth. Yeah, sounds about right. All right, beautiful, my friend. Well, uh, first off, I want to say everyone who listened to the first episode, you know, in this short amount of time since we posted it, thank you. I mean, your your support literally just, uh, like we said in that first episode, no one might listen. Like, it doesn't matter to us if, if anyone or anyone doesn't because, like we said, at the end of the day, we want to do this for us and to document us in our journey in life and, you know. Just, just what we want to get out of this. Just having people to support us, all of you. I can't, I can't list, I can't list all of you. There's a lot, like surprisingly, a lot more than I figured. But I don't yeah, know why surprisingly not. Surprisingly, for sure. This episode was fun, Curtis. We did a great job. I appreciate you. I had you, a sir. blast. I had a blast doing the research. I, I, I love nothing more than than football. Ooh, I'm fucking hype brother i feel good i hope you feel good because i feel good (laughs) (laughs) all right well sir do you want to lead us off out of this episode like like you said just thank you uh to anybody that's made it this far again we were just rambling on for you know longer than we'd like but you know this is just uh this has just been so much fun these two episodes i can't thank you enough we can't thank you enough this has been more fun than I can ever imagine. So, you know, uh, hopefully we, uh, we we get you guys to stick around and tune into the next episode, whatever, whatever we've got planned next. All right. Peace out, everyone. Have a good night or day or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>